right, welcome back to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. I'm here today with Wolfgang Sonnenburg, who is the founder and initiator, really, of uh, Winspiration, um, a global synchronized day, but also just a feeling and a kind of a movement. Wolfgang, tell us more about that and welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, Julian, uh, for giving me the chance to talk about it here, um, because uh, Winspiration, you have already uh, from the wording here what it might B, it's an inspiration, and so it's about inspiring, what means more from inside out, not motivation, what is mostly from outside in. And then we have the W, and in the beginning that meant win, and I have a consulting company, was is win-win. So it's about inspiring to win. Um, and some people understand only winning means someone else needs to lose, but uh, the underlying slogan is winning for life. Uh, it's not just winning in life, but for life, for um, education, go a higher level. Uh, so it's a lot of um, ideas in this, how we can really come to a, what we call modern terms, new humanity. Because for thousands of years, we were more in a survival mood. Now we know we have enough food for everybody. There's enough money for everybody. So what do we do now? Okay, even the, you know, the food and money is a distribution problem still on planet Earth, but we need to develop and go to a higher level of consciousness. Very, very interesting. So it's really about inspiration and an inspiration to the, the double win. So, or the triple win, maybe even that you win, I win, and the environment of everyone wins. Yes. And so, inspiration means also in this way, being in spirit, being aligned. Yeah. I, I love the distinction through wording and we just we just laughed about this offline because you and I both share the same mother tongue which is German and often helps us a lot to think about the nuances of language and how language really activates our consciousness so maybe dive right away a, a level deeper into activating consciousness and raising awareness in the sense of getting to this place where it's clear and obvious that we have enough on this planet, that we are in abundance, that abundance is not a foreign concept, but actually the reality of nature. Um, I could ask a question back where you have the feeling we don't have abundance. Um, let's come simply for food. I know there are people who are starving, but there is enough food on planet Earth. So, um, you know, in the modern Western culture or countries, what we throw away in each restaurant. And what is this actually what you really need and food? So that is uh, so much more what uh, uh, we could uh, give. The problem is, and there we have a leg off in the understanding of everything. Yeah, that why, why we have these difficulties in sharing the food which is there. Yeah, that is a problem. Um, we have so much money uh, so that it's easy to have everybody on planet Earth in a good situation, um, financial secure. Why we are not doing this? There might be also reason that we don't feed parasites. But it's on the other hand, you see most billionaires, and you can even Google the fear of the super rich. Um, because most going for more and more money it is uh, more fear-based. Yeah, so we have maybe a lack of, you can call it lack of, of, of love and, and connection. But somehow it's not true and then we come, we, we are on a level of polarity. 
And there's always an, a kind of, if you see it as a scale on both sides, must be the same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the duality. So it can be more people here and less people there, but it's just like you can have one big wave, heavy wave, and more little ones there. But on the level of duality, you have both always in the same um, equation. So what we often have, we lack to see it all. Simply said, enlightenment is nothing else than seeing both polarities at the same time. That collapses, and then in the middle, then is a light or a love or whatever. I you like call. that. That's a very, very simplified way to approach big words like enlightenment or like non-dual thinking. Right? Is to become aware of both polarities existing, but maybe not being the victim to the polarity. But yeah, not, not being um, attached to something, not judging it, but also seeing it at the same time. Because so, a lot of people are stuck. <clears throat> so I kept there, the next step, um, I call it uh, in a workshop or a speech. Uh, because if you look up, you can see the ceiling now, but not the floor. But it's there, even it's carrying you. Yeah. So don't be stiff, be flexible see it all don't judge yeah no the ceiling is great because my lamp is fixed there okay here i'm sitting on. everything is good for something there's no bad without good no good without bad i really like i really like how how clear and, and simple you're explaining this complex kind of uh, philosophical uh yeah well it's not a complex topic in itself maybe but this this complex illusion that's been built up around big words like enlightenment or, or dual thinking non-dual thinking yeah but that's the same with the computer language you know i'm not a techie i'm i'm too old maybe one day i need to go into it and maybe but uh, uh, you know if you see the surface of the website it can blink it can do everything but what i heard from those who know more you can boil it down to zero and one and it's about understanding zero and one zero and one of life zero and one of success zero and one but we are so, so busy learning the stuff we don't really need. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about the things we do, we do really need and we, we want to understand to free ourselves up to a pathway of purpose, to a path, pathway of inspiration, as you said, being in spirit, be like receiving um, our missions. So where do you want to start? Maybe we want to demystify the word purpose and, and start right there. We can start right there, but um, if you allow me, because I had a question, what is most important? Um, I, I just it was something in the beginning. Um, it's all what I share, uh, what I call, what people say, oh gosh, what you know, or wisdom. Gosh, I had a tough time learning it all. Yeah, so I went through a lot of deep shit. So, and understanding by this. Mm -hmm. uh, and one thing I also made totally wrong is what I use today to explain what is really important um if i would ask you or the audience and say how long can you live without food i say normally the answer i get is well it can be weeks you can survive without food for weeks when i ask you what is it with water drinking mm, then mo most are clear that, that is not weeks um maybe a few days and how long can you survive, live without breathing? 
And then it comes down to a few minutes. Mm. There's some trained uh, divers or whatever, it's just, oh, they, they make me four minutes, five minutes or whatever. Oh, I give you 20 minutes. But if you just see weeks, days and minutes for survival, what is the most important of it? Logically, normally that, what is only the minutes? So when I ask then people, how was your day yesterday? How much time you spent on thinking of the quality of your breathing? Oh, I need to be careful that I breathe right. And I tell you, my past was totally different. I was thinking about when is lunch? When can I go? When I get something to eat again? <laughs> so very simple. I was trained wherever it come from. I behaved like focusing with a lot of energy on that what is most relevant compared to these three things. And it took me years, years, decades until I got it that breathing is so important. And we talk about meditation today and everything, centered stress, burnouts and everything. Ooh, for all those things, you can use breathing. And with this, we can come to the purpose. Yeah, just, I, I, love, I love what you just shared there. Keep going, yeah. Wolfgang, I, I, I'm, I'm all ears. I think breathing is at the, at the essence of, of who our true identity is. Yes, that's the only way really to connect. Um, because when I was searching for food, I was not searching for what my body, my cells really need to be in best shape. It was what my ego need, my, my habits, my addictions or whatever. Um, and it's 12 o'clock, we normally eat at that time. So what crazy concepts. Yeah, so uh, I heard from someone who was uh, on the North Pole <clears throat> there with uh, people and they went out in the morning and someone packed something for food. They said, what, what are you doing? Yeah, but if I uh, get then maybe hungry, how can you know that already? Yeah, so just, and we know if you go fasting, you can live out for at least a couple of days, but we get so stressed. Or you see it on an airplane, at least in former times, doesn't matter when the plane lift off, you were served food. If it's three afternoon, four afternoon, everybody's eating because they are serving now. It's included in the price. Yeah. So it had nothing to do what is the purpose of my body? What is the purpose of my trip? What is the purpose of my life? No, someone serves food. I skip everything and do this because I serve food. And then obviously we know in an airplane you got really good food. <laughs> yeah. So that is what, what we live. And um, we just uh, talked before what was purpose. Um, and I simply um, have the definition and call it more like the essence who I truly am. And I have the belief, though that's how I use it. I know someone else has different philosophies and says, oh, you need to find and make a three pages purpose in life. This is more for me a vision, what I want to accomplish in life. Purpose is essence, who we truly are, more connected, like I say, soul, and everybody has it. You can ignore it, maybe you're not aware of it, but you have it. And uh, you're on purpose or off 
purpose. There's a, an author in America, Kevin McCarthy, who is an on-purpose personal, on-purpose business, um, <clears throat> talking about this. And I like this philosophy in this way. And I just simply say it or in other terms is, um, and I joke like maybe a little bit like directly with it. I was born as an apple, but unfortunately in a family of peaches. Mm-hmm. And they tried to make a good peach out of me. Maybe there was even love behind them because then, oh gosh, he will not survive if he's not a good peach. And they sent me to peach kindergarten, peach school, and was always talking what the peach neighbors should think about me. And yeah, guess what? Um, I start very early to believe I'm not okay. Because I always felt different. Right. Yeah, and that is what we have in, in society. You have a house, you have a car, you have a wife, and you have kids. You didn't take the task to be ready to invite souls who come with a purpose. You were not ready to invite fruits and we'll let's check what kind of fruit came. This is an apple, a banana, kiwi, or whatever. And how can I support best the kiwi and the banana that they can really be the best they would be? So today I'm saying simply uh, one fruit, apple, because I came as an apple. Be the best apple you can be. And that is uh, then the question. If you understand what your essence, your purpose is, then comes the next, what is the vision if you really live it? If you really, really live it, wow, full apple life. What do I see? And it can be smaller things, bigger things, but that's where you see, wow, that's why I'm here. Um, as we talked before also, it can be just for this life, but it can be also being involved in something what will not be finished in this life, but you bring it on the way. And you see, maybe it takes a lot of time, centuries, and, and, and my, way, uh, my situation was in a kind of 500-year thing. It says, wow, what can I do contribute that in 500 years, humanity, everybody, can live an authentic life. And it's a- what a great question, right? Because if we're not asking ourselves, what can I do? that over the course of 500 years impacts our shared humanity, our shared planet in a positive way, then I won't be able to receive the answer. I need to actually ask the question in order to be somewhat available for the consciousness of the answer. Yeah. So the quality of answers really is absolutely determined by the quality of questions. Always. Yes, yeah. And it was, um, I was quite successful in, in, in life and more successful what I could expect when I went to school. And I fell with, besides all these outside success in a kind of depression, what now? So if you have all the material stuff you could think of at that time um, and thinking just an ego around me, circling around me, um, bigger boat, bigger house, bigger what, bigger what, oof. No, and then it's a question, no, how do I come out of the depression? What is the kind of meaning in my life? And there are different exercises. One exercise is you go to the doctor, he makes a check, and then he calls you and says, oh, shit, result is six months. So the idea is that you start thinking, if I only have six months, what then? 
when when you think this through, you some do it in seminars and then it calls again. Sorry, it was a misunderstanding. We mixed uh, here. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, actually it's only three months, and that get, goes and down to a month, to a week, and a day. So I did those exercises, but nothing really. The other exercise uh, is um, maybe a famous um, Stephen Covey at your grave. People standing around, family, the mayor, friends, everything, business colleagues. What should they say about you? It didn't work for me. Well, I'm dead. It doesn't matter really what they say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm more interested what they say when I'm alive. Uh, but it was also is often ego related. And so I couldn't come out of the depression. And then I don't actually know which book, but somewhere I read. What should be there after you in thousand years? What you were part of, uh, what do you say? Because of you, this is in life. Oh, that was interesting because it was not so much about my ego alone. It was just, wow, what's happening there? What would you create results? And there came the question and, and I reduced it from thousand to 500 years. Um, with two things. First of all, that's why inspiration somehow was born. What can I do to do my part that people can live really an authentic life, not manipulated from the outside, can make authentic decision. If we believe democracy is at the moment the best, then we will understand it's only working if people make authentic decisions and not manipulated. And the other part is if you have a 500 year vision, um, then you're quite sure you never fall into depression again, as long as you live on this planet. I wouldn't say today 100 years, because all the biohacker in California and everything, they go for 200 years. So you should at least have a 300 year uh, vision. Nice. You're precluding or preluding the, the question I always ask in the show, which is what is your 200 year vision or a happily extended to 500 years? Um, so this is how you basically come up with this movement that you initiated by asking yourself what is even worth thinking that big what is even worth thinking that long ahead for our planet and for our species yeah it's a it's a super curious process for me because i, I personally absolutely believe that those are the questions we we need to really run and govern our countries, our companies, et cetera, by, because only then they will actually be able to switch into a more aligned and more spirited um, way of operating. So tell us maybe- Yeah, but this is, too, this is a little bit more. You're totally right that the, the quality of the questions of different reasons, logically, uh, um, or I can explain it. I have a, uh, written in a book about the quality of question. And I use the example, should I smoke, um, um, I don't want to make advertising for uh, uh, cigarettes, but I was should have smoked, uh, what was it, Camel or whatever, or Marlboro at that time, don't know. Mm -hmm. So to answer this question, you need to know what is Camel, what is Marlboro. Right. Maybe you think about the price, maybe a filter, no filter, blue, red, green, what color, um, you know, everything. But if you ask another question, um, should I smoke? Then you don't need to talk so much or think about or answer Marlboro or Camel. But still you think in what is it, what poison is in it, a filter, not filter and everything. 
Um, but you see already with changing the question, you're looking for different answers. You need different information. Right. And then the question is, what is the best for my health? Maybe you never will touch cigarettes. You don't need to look for it because your focus goes something totally different. <clears throat> and, and this is a problem in our society. We go to school, we're trained to have the right answers. Mm -hmm. And that is for a lot of people the problem, to change it. That's why trainers live over it, go in company and train them to ask questions. Also in the childhood, most people experience it uh, in their childhood that the parent says, shut up, don't ask so much. Um, so asking was not good, right answer having is the best. So, and then we run out the rest of the life of fear. Do I have the right answer? Oof. Um, and that kills us. And so oh. what we need to do, and I know brain, the brain professor says, if you need to have a question also to get new things in your life, the question is where the information can dock. It's like the question is a receptor for information in the brain. If you're not training your brain for, with questions, they will not get new information. So then you're stuck in a hamster wheel. World is changing, but people maybe not, because they always deal with the right answers. Yeah, well, that's our education topic. And that's one part of what Winspiration wants at least one day in the year. And I came up with this because I realized, I guess everybody has the experience, the day before vacation, you're extremely productive. Gosh, what you get done that day. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it took me a while to be really aware of it because I wasn't stressed getting things done in the beginning and I didn't have the awareness. Hey, gosh, why am I not doing it two days a year? Not three days a year. Why not five days a year if I'm capable of it? And that is the same. Where is our day where we from the morning to the evening, even if you heard it, you become what you think about. We talked about purpose and everything. But how many days do we have really doing it from the morning to the evening? I am focused on my purpose. I really focus on what I'm thinking. And by the way, I love life. And I'm so looking forward in the future. Wow. One full day. And maybe then one day you make a second plan. I, I really enjoy the way you're answering and guiding towards inquiry-based living, right? Inquiry meaning asking questions and therefore being open to receiving um, the unknown, the uncertain. So what I'm curious about right now, it, when you talk about focus, it's fascinating for me because I personally absolutely concur and agree. It's focus after asking the right question, focus becomes the determination of success, of happiness, of fulfillment. Because if we're not able to focus on what we're actually curious and about or inquiring about, we, we won't achieve it. We won't go to that place. So yeah. how can we be better focusers? Is that maybe a good question? There's two things. Uh, how can we focus better? The, how we do this focusing better? Mm -hmm. And how do we focus on the right thing? 
the right thing, not in society meaning right or wrong, so the best for you to live your purpose. If we just come back to the question I had at the beginning, food, water, breathing. How can I focus better on eating? What is the right food to eat? A lot of people think about this diet, that diet, that one, but forget to think about water and breathing. What is really most important for you? What is really most important that you live your purpose? So the most important focus is live your purpose. And that is something what you need to really discover again, discover your purpose, because it's put aside because they told you don't live it. You're not okay if you're not doing it. And we all got uh, kind of survival strategies and getting rid of survival strategies means you need to go, or Proctor calls it the terror barrier. The Sufi says you need to die before you can live. Yeah, or if I simply say, um, if you have the habit of living and thinking a special persona and our system is a kind of chemical electrical system or a lot of chemicals, to be happy or depressed, you have different chemicals in the body. Mm-hmm. So if you live as typical persona, you need special chemicals for this persona. Otherwise, you can't live it. Otherwise, you can't have these special emotions which related to it. So if you want to really live your purpose, then, you know, you need to go on a kind of uh, rehab or just go to these cold turkey, ideally, <laughs> shitty. when it comes shitty feelings. And most people go back to the feeling they know. And they think, because I know this feeling, that's me. No, that is what you build, you adjust to. They talk about comfort zone. But most people, and that's a crazy thing also where we're talking about language, you need to be really careful. We call it comfort zone. And most people are in deep shit and call it comfort zone. How can deep shit be comfortable? No, you have a chance to come out to be comfortable. Life out of fear is so much more comfortable. So we program a lot of things and that's why I love to focus on on, on the language because we know we're programming us. And if you use the wrong words, you program yeah. So focus starts, I hear you say, focus starts with our breath, our water, our food, but also it really comes down to the very simple elements of our language and our dictionary. Yeah. Diction and addiction fits quite well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very exciting. Wolfgang, I, I want to I tap a little bit into your personal learning cycle that you you uh, you shared a little bit earlier. So you were saying you had to go through this, well, this deep shit, right? This this layer of depression, this layer of being not even satisfied, even though you were successful by the definition that society gave, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So for you at this point in your life, what does the word success really mean? Success um, today, I still go with uh, Earl Nightingale's definition. I think it's the best for me. It's, it's the realization. So it's an ongoing uh, thing. 
It's not just, and, and now I'm successful. Um, and it's not the outside thing. Like my facade was great, but mm -hmm. society life, but inside it was empty. I wrote a book, um, better the whole world against me than my soul. And I shared the process, how I get out of big facade. I had a law office, a tax accounting company, a four-story building, um, employee. So society says, wow, he made it. But the little wolf hang inside. Meh. Yeah. When can I live? And that's why the definition for success is, besides success always can be a result, but it's a, it's a permanent realization of a worthy goal. And the facade is not a worthy goal. Yeah, and the worthy goal has to do with my purpose, not just following rules of society. And I don't know if you can read it here in, in the back, these quadrants. Um, we can see the bottom part of it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So on purpose, off purpose, yeah. Yes, and then you're poor and rich. Right. And this is my story. I was born after the war in Germany in a poor family, poor background. So poor and off purpose. There were only survival. And um, if you're in survival, that, then the other part is that you can compensate whatever. Then you can party more, drink more, whatever. So there I started and, and felt not really good. But uh, then from there I looked, oh, there's another quadrant, money on this same level. So I went there and I built the facade. Internally, we call this uh, the investment bankers. Yes, selling your soul um, for facade and money. And I did this with my office, with the facade, and I felt empty. So I shut it radically down, went more than a million in debt. Um, and then I went on the other side. <clears throat> if you say the, the top left, it says on purpose, but poor. So that, for a while, I wasn't against all this material thing. No, 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 only this. Right. That's a, a natural kind of progression. I, I, I yeah. know that place. When you're, you're re rejecting money just because of the new mindset that you need to be with spirit and on purpose. So yeah. what's the next logical step in that evolution? If you just look at the quadrants and, and, and if you have these uh, two ang angles each side, and just ideally it would be a line in the middle and you make it bigger and bigger. So mm -hmm. that where the red cross is, I crossed that the red means you're not allowed to go there. Um, that says more uh, betraying your purpose, more off track and, and even right. more. So the, the red cross for those who are listening to this as an audio later is okay. off purpose and poor. Yeah. So then you can go to the investment banker and what is there the consequence if you really follow it through selling more soul for more money, selling more. And that's what we had, financial crisis. We didn't have really a financial crisis. We have a value crisis. Yeah, because it was done by bony and, and greediness and everything. Mm -hmm. And then comes a bet betrayal or whatever. Um, you go on the other, uh, on the end top, we, now we are very spiritual, but we avoid material stuff. We call it the begging monks. Yeah. But if you mention, is this a good ideal for the whole world? If everybody goes begging, where do we go? So, and that means more purpose and more poor, more purpose, more poor, more poor. No. So the simple conclusion is 
we need to go in the upper right quadrant. More purpose and more wealth. And more wealth gives me the possibility for more purpose. But it's wealth purpose-driven. Yeah. Purpose-driven profit. Not just for the money itself. It's for the purpose. And you see those companies who are doing this, they're not only very successful, they have the most emotional fulfilled employees and they're creating something good. And this is endless because if you follow this line now, and there we have green, like in a traffic light, there you should go, red you should stop, so here you should go. More purpose, more money, more money, more purpose. Okay, then we can go on doing it. So how does one develop this clarity when purpose is clear, right? When the, the purpose is, as you said, you know, you, you know deep inside you, you're an apple in your metaphor from earlier. Yeah. Even though maybe the world around you says we're all peaches. And maybe it takes a long time to listen to that voice again later on in life. Um, that you're actually an apple. But when we find it through breath, when we're listening to, to spirit, we, we, we get to that place. How does one match the, the wealth creation, the abundance that is there um, with being on purpose? Oh, that's, it's very easy. Uh, sorry to say that it's hard to believe. The difficult part comes afterwards. Because if you simple think in purpose, vision, mission, the purpose, and that is the hard part, really to accept, that's me and nothing else. If you have done this, discovered it again, because I said discover, it's not to define, it's not to invent, you discover it, that's me. Um, and then you say, okay, if I really live it, it's a kind of meditative, intuitive process, and dream process, if I really live it, and then you see a vision, what could be the world for me then? And then we go to mission, what to do. This is the third step. And here we go easy in a trap because it doesn't really matter what you do if it's purpose aligned and leads to the vision. And like it says, 50 ways to roam. Oh, now we have 50 ways to my vision. What do I do now? I had a workshop when I did uh, in former times is purpose finding. People come had no clue what to do, where to go. And after the session, oh gosh, I, I can do this, I can do that, I can do that, because it's aligned. So there comes a hard part for success, reducing it again to one. And this is a conscious decision. You need to do what is then my way to work for the vision and not all the other possibilities. There, you can fine-tune there a little bit more that you have a better guideline. But as Steve Jobs is very famous for it, though we have thousand possibilities to do, but to reduce it to one thing, here comes focus again. Exactly. And okay. Then focus on one thing. Because in the end, it doesn't matter which way you choose to roam. Choose one and follow through. Follow through one step at a time. Yeah, I very much, very much enjoy you. Um, talking about that I have one more um, more like slightly personal question and yeah. another another word so we, we talked about success just now um, when we talk about depression right um, I think truthfully speaking I think this is something 
every human on the planet knows as we're in a collective depression, right? Um, or we're, we're, we're in a place where collectively there is a field of depression in our larger field. But what, what is true happiness in, in, when we're following these thoughts? What is true happiness? And how, how does one live that and actually not just live that, but share that? First of all, because of the word success and depression, uh, I don't want the impression that the depression is not success. Mm -hmm. Because the depression is the success you wanted. Success is always, if you think in the law of cause and effect, yeah. is everybody of us is 100% successful. Because we, we have the idea success is the car, the house, and that, and that. No, that's the results for you. It's just financial, a house or a car success. But we all get the effects where we fit the course. And those who, and, and please uh, all don't, don't um, throw stones at me when I say every depressed person is uh, really here just going for goal setting. I want to be depressed. No, but th they often don't want to change. Um, and at my depression time, I was at a talk with Bob Proctor and because I was depressed, I was, no, I, I would uh, pity me. And he says, stop it. I don't want to hear it. You're enjoying your drama. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. So, you know, where's the benefit to being depressed? And it's kind of avoiding responsibility. I didn't need it to stand up. I always get pity. A lot of people are sick to get attention and everything. So there is a big topic in there. So it is part of my success at that time to be in this. <clears throat> so we need to make different decisions. Then. Right. Yeah. And so we, how do we find happiness? And so if it's depression or happiness or whatever is the polarity is the same level. Now what we make we talk about true happiness, this is, and it's also um, in the ling uh, English word, you um, need to be careful what is fun and what is really joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We say also, I am happy that. I'm so happy that we won the goal, uh, game or whatever. No, this deep joy of life, this deep yeah. joy of being alive, a deep joy for yourself. You can feel totally alone and you're alone and nobody sees it. There is an easy measurement. I'm really content with my joy of life. And if you reach a special status of, um, in the, this way, true, what you call true happiness, then you are. You don't think about it. It's like people who are really rich or long-term rich, they don't think about money. They think about other things. Yes, those people who naturally behave good in food and drinking, they don't think in calories. Interesting. Very interesting. So maybe to, to come to a full circle in this conversation, mm -hmm. you spoke earlier about the 500 year vision that kind of gave birth to inspiration. Yeah. Let me rephrase that question just slightly so 
a 200 or, or 500 year vision, not just for yourself or the vision that comes through you, but for our shared planet, for the planet Earth, for the green planet, blue planet. Really, that, yeah. that's literally how the show started for in my head and in my in my purpose. Yeah. So if you, if you, Wolfgang, had a, a vision for this planet and the awakening of humankind and the awakening of, of collective unfolding, how would that look for the next two to 500 years? Yeah. First of all, if you allow me to say, when we talk about vision on our life, mm -hmm. you can be an okay human if you have a vision only for five years. You know, if we go now the spiritual part and souls coming here, some souls only a few days on planet Earth. And their vision might be just affect someone. Yeah, as was said from, was it Kennedy or Roosevelt's mom? He says, I want to give birth to a future president. So the moment that the person was president, vision was fulfilled. So it doesn't need always to be a very long time. That, it depends what is the right thing for you. So that is what we need to feel. And then um, with the humanity, um, as I said it before, for around 300,000 years, we have this so-called um, homo sapiens. So we developed and we were hitting us always on the head and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know if, if uh, the audience is familiar with uh, spiral dynamics, so it's just mm -hmm. different levels. So the long-term vision I have or what I want to do is that we at least, let's say the majority, ideally everybody on planet Earth is on the level where you can think integral, with the integral vision or with the view you have. And we don't know how, how high it goes. So we are just moving a little bit to the integral. America has a president who says, let's make America great or not let's make the planet great or not let's make the universe great, just little America. Hmm. Yeah, so what if you go in the spiral dynamics is a red one. So he reduces a lot uh, things. So my vision for the future is, and that's what really new. In America, maybe a good example, so rich the country and 50 million people need food stamps. Yeah. So is it really a rich country if they have so many poor people? So we need to change something coming back. We need to discuss what's the purpose of this country. They have a constitution with the pursuit of happiness and what they really want, at least the fathers of uh, the nation, what they wanted. And we need to come back, like the, at the UN for more than 20 years as a human development index. The humans are the most important in the country. And we forgot that. Money or facade, what I lived through was more important. I ignored my body when I worked my ass off. I ignored what my body sells. My billions of employees really wanted. I ignored them. And if we see we are all organism, you, everybody who listens, then a company, employees are organis an organism and employees are body cells. And the country is an organism. And planet Earth is an organism. And we are just bacteria running around there. The pale blue dot floating in space. Yeah. Very much so. I, I very, very much enjoy uh, hearing spiral dynamics and, and really spiraling upward into a, an integral 
um, way of living and a holistic way of being. Yeah, that's why I like the word uh, Dr. Beck said at once, we don't need a democracy, but uh, I'm, I'm happy if we go to real democracy first. Um, Spiracity. And that is what, that's why when I do consulting the next level, I mean, go on the next level of consciousness. Very powerful, Wolfgang. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to be here uh, with us and, and share, share some insight, share wisdom on your life's journey and how you, um, yeah, found that inspiration to create win-wins everywhere you go. Is there anything else you'd love to share right now? You'd love to point people at maybe uh, something, how they can find inspiration or how they can be part of it? Oh, Winspiration, uh, winspirationday.org. Uh, or just uh, put it in Google, I guess you'll find it. And um, yeah, who likes can ask us what can we do together. But the main thing is what it's all about. What can you do yourself to be more authentic, free spirit, live your life, not other people's paradigms, not other people's life. Because it doesn't matter in the end, is it inspiration or whatever you call it. If we all go on this level, we will have a better time on this planet Earth. Absolutely. It was a pleasure to talk with you about how to have a better time on this planet, empowering and encouraging all individuals to express their unique gifts into this world. Thank you for taking the time, Wolfgang. Thank you, Julian. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Check us out either on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you love to listen to this kind of information. My name is Julian Guderlei. Wherever you are in the world, have yourself a stellar day.